0: Welcome to another edition of the Night in the Nugent, Ted. What a great week we've had. I mean, remembering 9-11 from Monday all the way up to now, the weekend edition. Special guest, uh, one of my
1: closest friends on the planet, Mark Osgeist. The stories have been riveting, my friend.
0: Um, But, Ted, as we wrap up the week, I'm hoping we can get Mark's take on maybe the why and where we are today. And I know our listeners want to hear you, Ted, um, as far as your take on all that went on in Benghazi and how that relates to
1: here sitting in America in September of 2023. Sure. Well, Mark, if there if there's any, uh, you know, (laughs) unnecessary question, it's why? Why did the government abandon you in Benghazi? And why was Why were we there in the first place? I mean, uh, you, uh, you have some insight. This has been a riveting week, Mark. Thank you for sharing these stories. It's, I'm, I, I have a feeling there's a, a little uh, remedy taking place that, uh, that you seem uh, encouraged and you seem eager to share this story because as a survivor of that horrific day in Benghazi, Uh, the lessons learned can only be brought home from a guy who was right there. So we thank you for that. We thank you for having the courage, the continuing, the inexhaustible courage to uh, never forget. That's that's what the battle cry is in America today, that we must never forget. Why do you think the whole thing went down? Why do you think there was Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton in the uh, control room um, riveted to the screen as they were allowing American citizens to be slaughtered by a bunch of terrorists in benghazi why would they let that happen
0: well you know i think the why starts over a year before that um you know and i think where the beginning is actually in uh i think it was 2005 2006 time period after we hang saddam um in iraq or after the iraqi government hanged saddam um you know if you go back and look at history there Gaddafi at that time before 2005 was trying to take the northern part of Africa and the Muslim countries on its own gold standard, getting away from trading oil on the dollar, was really trying to kind of have his own little fight in there. And and as well as there was a bunch in eastern Libya, there was a bunch of training camps that were training foreign fighters to come in and kill Americans in Afghanistan and Iraq. Um, President Bush at the time sent a little bird over to whisper into Gaddafi's ears and said, "Hey, if you don't freaking quit allowing people to be trained on your soil, you're next." And that that that, you know, Gaddafi as bad as he was, he was a survivalist. He knew what he had to do. And so that's what really started the attacks and him going after those militias that are in eastern Libya, which is where Benghazi's at. And which culminated in 2011 when he had Benghazi surrounded because that's where they, their final headquarters holdout was. for, And he pretty much had them on the ropes. And they, uh, I guess I was thinking of some words to say, but I better just keep my mouth shut. Hillary Clinton, um, I think, saw that as an opportunity to put her coalition together because in 26 or in 2012, 11, 2011, she knew she was going to run for president in 2016 guaranteed that was in the plans. And she knew that she had to have a foreign policy win. And she wanted to be able to show how she could put together a coalition of countries to go after this big dictator, evil guy named Gaddafi because Gaddafi has always been an evil guy and we've done, our government's done a whole lot to help make him even look worse, which ironically, they, no one ever knew that he was really doing the art bidding by going after the terrorists in his own country. And that's when um, Ambassador Stevens, before he was an ambassador, was a State Department um, employee, and he had went in and helped um, into Benghazi on a cargo ship and then started to put together that coalition of militias getting all of the various militias that were in benghazi to come under the umbrella of a group called february 17th martyr's brigade they attacked qaddafi they with our air power and the air power of france and the other countries that hillary put together they were able to break out of benghazi and push qaddafi all the way back through um, up to Mesrata, ended up where he had to escape. And we know the end of that is that's how Qaddafi was killed. Um, and the thing that most other people don't know is that at the time that this was all going on, and his sons were uh, his sons in, uh, wrong, knock it off. It's okay. You, you can't eat him, <laughs> but uh, Hey, hey, time out. Hey, John. Yeah, come here. Uh-oh. We're
1: filming a live uh, show with Ted Nugent, the nightly Nugent. Uncle Ted, John, Paul, God like bless the in. blood brothers, man. Good to see you. Thanks for Come being on, there. <laughs> wish you could be there, brother. I
0: wish you could be there. We got your picture on the wall, so you're here in spirit.
1: Well, when the back, uh, the hair in the back of your neck starts to tingle, that would be me in spirit.
0: <laughs> amen, amen. We we just took a bunch of veterans up to the flagpole at a four mile hike, and just got to have a moment of silence for 9-11. and. And remember those that uh, they gave it all on this day. And, and so uh, we just were thinking about you while we were there, brother.
1: Well, God bless you guys. You will always be my blood brothers. Amen. 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 These are the kind of folks that just kind of walk past you while you're up here uh, at Atlantis at this wonderful place. I mean, it's just incredible. It's second to none. Absolutely inspiring. God's you, Godspeed, buddy. Godspeed to you, brother.
0: All right, Mark. So uh, <laughs> was uh, Hillary Clinton kind of dirty in this deal? Well, you know, and and, and yeah, because uh, why would you try to take over? Why would you try to kill a guy that you wanted, that was doing what you wanted him to do? Um, His sons, where I was talking, is his sons were in Washington, D.C. trying to negotiate with Hillary Clinton and the State Department um, and Obama to let their father exile in a third country. Um, But, she no, she wanted to have him killed. She Wanted to make sure, and she even said it, it. You know, people wonder if that's what she wanted. And, and, uh, and that's, I think, it was during that interview or after the hurt when she testified. Um, what difference does it make? You know, she was she came out of there and said, Uh, what is it? We, we, we saw, we found, we killed. Um, and that's what she wanted to do. I think that's really what the whole thing that started that. And to this day, this is an example of politicians trying to um, raise their stakes to be president or want to be queen or whatever their idea is, and using um, foreign policy decisions, because it takes me back to what's going on right now in Ukraine. I mean, we've got a, a group of people in this country, um, in the, in the political realm that think that Ukraine, uh, is the, you know, we got to save it with Zelensky. I feel for, and I, and I got to caveat this. I feel for the people in Ukraine. I've worked with Ukrainians. I've flown with Ukrainians. Um, they're great people, but that's not the government. They're go- just, we're, this country is full of great people, but that doesn't mean our government is doing the bidding of the people. And, uh, you know, um, Zelensky shut down every media outlet, but the one that does what he wants it to do. And that's not democracy. That's not a republic. Um, I, If that's democracy, I don't want it. And so I it's, it just makes me think of the same thing. It, this is all about making money and, uh, and things like that. Just like that is power and control of people who have got this idea of being the elitist and we the people. Cannot let them separate us, cannot let them divide us, because that's what they're trying to do is divide and conquer. You know, um, I I got asked early on when we were making the movie, do you hate the people you were trying to kill? And I'm like, my my first instinct to answer was no. Why would I hate them? I don't have to hate to kill somebody. And then I thought how that sounds. So I got to step back from that. What I mean is if I allow hate to be part of doing my job to protect other people, then that killing does become evil because that's allowing evil into your life, into that making something good be bad. Taking another man's life because they or you are protecting yours or somebody else's, your loved ones or our military who are protecting our country and serving at the whim of people who you can't trust. That's where we're at and uh and, and we have to as the people I don't care if you're black green gay lesbian lgbtq you know what I love you because you're a human being even if i disagree with your lifestyle or your philosophies that's okay because we can do that that's why we're americans is we can disagree and we can still be all americans because i don't want to i don't i mean heck i don't want a country full of people like me Um, I I love diversity. I love different people and I love difference of opinions. And we should be able to sit down and have those opinions and have those conversations with the understanding that what we are all doing is trying to have the best America for the people that we can and not for a government or somebody that's getting elected. Um, You know, John Adams said it best. His greatest fear was that we are a country that. Becomes a two-party country, and people's loyalty is to the party and not to the country. My loyalty is to the country, and the country is this country that I swore to uphold, and the Constitution that was written so many years ago by some great men. And that's where we have to stand, and that's got to be the thing that's going to correct this course that we're on right now. Ted, what a great we've week we've had. had! What a great week we've had, Ted. And
1: I, I just want to have you wrap it up. Uh, I, I mean, incredible. You know, what I'd rather do is uh, make sure we have a recording of what Mark just said, because ditto, 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 hallelujah. Amen, it's about the country, it's about individual choice, it's about individual freedoms, it's outlined perfectly by the hand of God, divine intervention in the United States Constitution, the Bill of Rights, the Ten Commandments, the Golden Rule. Everybody I know has a work ethic, we believe in goodwill and decency, we conduct ourselves in a positive manner and we're able to do that because of heroes of the military and law enforcement that live by that cause. Code. It's the United States Constitution. And we are in a time right now in America where the average person, I, 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 I'm heartbroken that it's in the 90 percentile of people walking the streets of America couldn't tell you what's in the Constitution. They couldn't tell you what's in the Bill of Rights. They couldn't tell you about the Bataan Death March or the Trail of Tears or the Rape of Nan King or the Little Bighorn or Manifest Destiny or Donner's Pass. <laughs> I mean, I'm going in all directions here. But what Mark just said, it's about individual freedoms, and they're trying to divide us. So my battle cry in the United States of America as I wrap up the greatest tour of my life, Adios Mofo 23. We have two more concerts coming up in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan that are sold out. They sold out within an hour. And Jason and Johnny and I will take that stage and we'll play a fire-breathing piss and vinegar freedom soundtrack straight from the heart, straight from the gut with plenty of balls and scrotum thrown in for good measure and it's because of heroes of the military that died and sacrificed and dedicate themselves to those words of iron in the United States Constitution and the Bill of Rights so Mark thank you your words are profound your words are right on a true north compass setting what you guys are doing up there Keith at that uh Event in Utah. What is the name of the uh, uh, the organization again? Atlantis. 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 Boy, the, it's Mike that put that together. That's is that right? Yeah, Yeah. Mike. Yeah, well, Mike and everybody up there. So thank you, everybody, for supporting the Nightly News because I'm just a goofy guitar player, but I got freedom coursing through my my veins. And my heart pumps freedom and suspicion of authority and demanding of accountability by my elected employees to their oath to the Constitution. And I'm afraid as I look around, we'll never forget 9-11-2001 and we'll never forget 9-11-2012 and all those different moments in history where warriors went to the front, they went to the fire and they sacrificed so that we can have individual freedoms in America. But I will leave you with a, a painful statement that cannot be dismissed. I don't trust the United States government. I don't trust Joe Biden. I don't trust the Department of Defense. I don't trust the Department of Justice. I don't, I don't trust the CDC. I don't trust the FDA. I don't trust the FBI. I don't trust the EPA. I don't trust any of them. I'm a free man and my instincts drive me to do the right thing. And whether it's hunting regulations, or Second Amendment regulations in the New Mexico where some governor thinks they can they defy the Second Amendment that is a right from God is written in that document. I'm afraid I don't, I don't trust any of them. I trust warriors. I trust my blood brothers, my friends, my band, my crew, my family, my team, my hunting buddies. I'll be hunting with 20 to 25 great American families every weekend here in Michigan with our sunrise safaris. I trust those people, people of heart and soul, goodwill and decency, positive energy, positive spirit. We don't care about your lifestyle. We want to know, are you honest? Do you show up on time? Will you be there if I need help? Because I will make sure I am there if anybody needs help and I'll never ask them their political reference. I'll never ask them their gender confusion. I'll never ask them anything. I will see a man, woman or child that needs help and I will help them. I'd like America to unite, to respect other choices, but to remember that those choices are available to us because fire breathers, warriors went to the fire. So Mark, God bless you. You know that we're here for you. You tell everybody up there at that event up in Utah. You tell Don Pei and Mark and, and John and Mike and everybody up there. I know the greatest people that ever walked the earth are on that mountain in Utah this week. You tell them that the Nugent family is with them 100% and that everybody I know values the freedom that they provide by their sacrifices. So what a great week on Nightly Nuge. Everybody watching the Nightly news, be sure you tell everybody to know there is a Nightly Nuge. And uh, if you want truth, logic and common sense and positive piss and vinegar and spirit and a warrior attitude, it's here on the Nightly Nuge. Mark, I love you. Keith, I love you. Tim, I love you. Everybody up there. Real Americans love everything you guys stand for.
0: See you next week, buddy. God bless you all out there.
1: Yep, I'll kill a deer for you, promise. Okay.
0: Hey fans of the Nightly Nuge, you're invited to a free two-day conference that could change your life, but you have to act fast. The Learn to Live Conference is September 22nd and 23rd in Kansas City, Missouri. You'll learn how to create balance between your body, mind and spirit through God's help. Write down this website, jodigrace.com. That's J-O-D-I-G-R-A-C-E.com. Go there now for more information and to register for free right now.